Hi, this is Julie. This is Liz. This is Sheila. This is Monica. This is Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite Sisters to Go. We are the Satellite Sisters. Welcome to today's show. It is Sunday, February 7th, also known as Super Bowl Sunday. I'm Liz Dolan. I am here in Santa Monica, California, sort of sort of sequestered here, just trying to crawl out of the, the pit of flu that I have been in. <laughs> more, more on that later. Let's start on a higher note. Lee and Dolan, you're in Pasadena, California. How are you? Liz, I'm excited. It's only a week away from Galentine's Day, you know? That's exciting. <laughs> Sorry. So that's next Saturday, right? You're celebrating Galentine's Day? We hope you're out there planning your party for your friends, your BFFs, your satellite sisters. Don't, they, we can't help you with your Valentine, but we can help you with your Galentines. And we would love to just suggest you are the best as an excellent gift for your female friends for uh, a pre-Valentine's Day, you know, event. There, okay. there we go. Okay. That sounds very exciting. I can get on that. Uh, Monica Dolan in Portland, Oregon. How is everything there? Oh, everything's great. The weather's changed, and it's dumpling week here in Portland. What does oh. that, is that part of Chinese New Year? What does that mean, dumpling it's week? It's sort of this made-up food thing where restaurants around Portland are serving dumplings and different kinds of dumplings, and you can get a passport and get your passport stamped at all these different restaurants and then win prizes. And the only dumpling I'm really interested in is the one they're serving at the great ice cream store here. It's called Salt and Straw. And just listen to this, Liam. It is a baked salted caramel apple dumpling served with double vanilla ice cream. Whatever that is. Oh, wow. I think I need to go for the sweet dumpling today. That's Wow. I think dumpling week sounds awesome. Yes, yeah, I know. You know I, I, I read on some Facebook post this week about how, you know, Pittsburgh is the new Portland. Uh, I don't think so, Pittsburgh, <laughs> unless, unless you've got Dumpling Week going on. Cause that Dumpling Week, that is awesome. Well, we, have, uh, we do have a lot of news today. It's Super Bowl Sunday, so we'll have some observations about Super Bowl. Um, Monica, you have more car news. You're sort of in, in the car lane lately, I guess. I, I am, Liz. I have some car stories that are good. Uh, move, movie reviews, including, Leon. you saw the one that I'm dying to know about. Okay, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Yes. Yeah. Did you date go? Night. Did you go? Date oh, night. Date Night. I was going to, well, I thought maybe you took your newly 18 year old son to that, but no, it was you and your husband? No, no, it was, Colin was my date. Oh. Yeah, my husband's out of the, my husband's out of the country. Oh. He's, he's not in this country. He's in another country. Uh, so I went to the movies with Colin. Oh, very nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I saw Room, so I want to talk a little bit about that. And Monica, you went to see the Oscar shorts, right? I did. The Oscar shorts, the animated ones. Okay. All right. So, um, well, first, I just want to explain a little bit about my current medical status, because you can probably hear that I'm not 100%, but I am, I'm a lot better than I was last week. So thank you for all of the posts. People were concerned at the depth of my cough on last week's show. And, uh, you know, which was alarming considering every time I coughed, I leaned way away from the microphone where back in the old days we had cough buttons. Remember that sisters? That's (laughs) true. If you're in a real radio studio, you have what's called a cough button. So you just hit the button and it turns off your microphone while you cough. Um, but I don't have that. So I just have to like lean away, but I'm, 
I, I did go to, uh, I got a Z-Pack. I took the antibiotics starting on Saturday. So by midweek, I felt a lot better. But I also had to go to D.C. all this week. So I was. it was one of those weeks where, like, every day was a very full day, and then every night is a very full night because mm-hmm. there are, like, people in for a giant meeting from all over the world. So I was just so pooped. But I got home about midnight Friday night uh, here in Los Angeles, and yesterday, I like could barely leave the house. I first I just watched this week's Top Chef, oh. <laughs> and then which which was good, yeah, because uh, it was the it's first. It's not that satisfying though when they don't boot someone off. Yeah, well, because it's it was two- only half of Restaurant Wars. Yeah, yes. yeah, but that was dramatic. Two services of Restaurant Wars, Leon. Come on. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and, then, and that dress that Padma was wearing, that white dress. Oh, yeah. I mean, insane. I mean, she's insane every week, but I'm surprised they could serve anything. I, I don't care who you are. When Padma shows up in that dress, you're just going to fall over. Uh, so I like, I watched that and then I thought, okay, I should really get up off the couch and go out. But then I saw that I had like three new episodes of Portlandia, Monica. So I just went back to back to back on Portlandia and then even went to last season. And then, cause they had reissued, I forget which season it was, but brunch village, the like all time greatest Portlandia episode oh, ever. Yeah. For four days. For yes. Brunch. Yes. So not only did I watch Brunch Village, I watched the featurette that was the making of Brunch Village. <laughs> so that's me yesterday. But then, then I did rally and go to the movies and did a few other things. But I was, I was thinking about this flu or whatever it is I had, I have. And, you know, um, Leon, two weeks ago when I, when I had said to you that I had the flu, um, you sent me a text that was basically like, you have the flu? Nobody I know has the flu. And uh, I don't like, I don't know. Maybe we just get things first on the west side and it travels west to east and hasn't gotten to Pasadena yet. That was my theory at the time. I don't know if I responded to you with that theory, but that's what I was thinking. Like, really? Nobody you know has the flu? Well, just wait because it's coming, sister. Uh, anyway, I did read in the paper yesterday that the flu season is ramping up in California and oh. they, they expect this month to be the peak of the, uh, of the flu season. So, um, so get ready, but here's a little fact that I, that I did not know and sort of defies my theory about why people, you know, in Santa Monica had the flu, but people in Pasadena did not my West to East theory, um, did you know that the flu actually moves east to west? How is that possible? This was also in the paper. Um, so this week it's been, there have been more people showing up at emergency rooms and California's flu season often lags behind that of the rest of the country since the virus travels east to west. That doesn't make any sense to me that, <laughs> that, if, that a virus actually I, I don't know. And I have nothing to add about that. I was just. Uh, <laughs> what are you thinking, like, the Monica? The wind, <laughs> is there, Monica, you're a nurse. No, what? what are you thinking the way the wind blows? I don't know. Because the wind blows the other way, by the way. I know that because coming home Friday night from Washington, D.C., oh, yeah. people had to yeah. like dump all of their extra bags. They said there was such such a strong headwind that the plane had to be lighter. So I'm thinking if there's a headwind from west to east, how is it that the flu, flu moves east to west? 
I don't know, Liz. I okay. Know. Well, I don't know either. But <laughs> I just thought it was fascinating that at this point, considering how many flu news stories there are every year, that there was something I did not know about the flu. Something, something as fundamental as that. Maybe my problem is because I go work in the East. Maybe that's why I caught it, Leanne. And yeah. maybe I am personally bringing it to the West. You're patient zero <laughs> there in uh, Santa Monica. Yeah. You're patient zero. <coughs> Excuse me. So, um, Cough, coughing on clue. <laughs> Sorry, Liz. Yeah. So I, I, I do feel, I feel like a hundred percent better. I'm just exhausted. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure like how psyched I'm going to be able to get for, uh, for the Super Bowl today, but it is another excellent reason to just lay on the couch all day. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. the, the back to back Saturday, Sunday, laying on the couch all day, that's a kind of super athletic event that I am participating in this weekend. This sounds excellent. Well, you know, it is Super Bowl Sunday, and I have to say, sisters, I have a little skin in the game, as they say. You uh, do, like some kind of office pool? <laughs> I don't have a bet going, but I know someone that's playing in the Super Bowl today. You're kidding. No, really? you might find that hard to believe. A girl that I worked with at the Oregon Stroke Center, she was another research coordinator, darling. Her name is Kelly Remmers. She is married to Mike Remmers, and he plays for the Panthers. And wow. Yeah. And he's some sort of defensive something. <laughs> <laughs> he's on the defense for the Panthers. And last and last week at work, we were talking about it. We're, they're just two of the nicest people you'd ever want to meet. High school sweethearts. Mike played high school football. He went to Oregon State. He was not, he was a walk-on. Is that what they call it, Leon? Like he wasn't recruited to play at yeah, Oregon no, State? Yeah, I got him now, Monica. Yeah, I'm at number 74, Mike Remmers. My big Mike Remmers. Okay. Yeah, 6'5", 305 pounds, 26 yes. years old. Went to Jesuit High School in Portland, Oregon, and then a walk-on at Oregon State. Yeah. yeah. So it's, we're really excited about it. And the other thing is they're having their first baby like in a month. Okay, so Kelly's pregnant, although she's able to go to the game. So I was just joking at work. We were sort of imagining their Christmas card this year. Well, Mike and I had a big year. Uh, <laughs> we gave birth. They're having a boy. I know that. I think we gave birth to, you know, a 20-pound boy. And <laughs> Mike won the Super Bowl. <laughs> it is hard to compete with that. <laughs> it is. So I, I think their Christmas letter is really going to be strong this year. Really excellent. But... Kind of excited about it. Excited to watch it. That is oh, great. Okay. They call him uh, in the Star Tribune, because apparently he used to play for the Vikings, Journeyman Mike Remmers. All right. So it sounds like he's moved around. He had to walk on at Oregon State, was not invited to the NFL scouting combine. Exactly. He, he was not drafted, and he's on his fifth team in four years. Exactly. He's, he's a right tackle. Yep. So there you go. Okay, okay Monica. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, good for them. Good for him. That's that's a nice story. I like it. Well, I feel like we would be remiss. I know Julie's not here. Uh, she's on, you know, uh, her granddaughter birthday party duty. But you know how close she feels to the Manning family. So yeah. if she was here, 
she would be sending her best to Peyton Manning because Julie, her kids grew up in New Orleans and they played little league with, you know, Peyton and Eli and her husband coached, I forget which one, Peyton or Eli, but Julie takes a lot of credit for the success of the Manning boys in their sports career. So she would want to, she would want to say good luck to Peyton if she was here. Okay. Well, I'd li- I, we actually had to look up which Carolina the Panthers were from yesterday. It's North, <laughs> North Carolina, if you're wondering. But I'm rooting for Cam Newton. I like him. I think he's an exciting athlete. So I hope he Very, has a good yes. And now that I know Mike Remmers is on the team, forget it. I'm de- definitely going with Carolina, even though many I have many friends who are um, longtime Broncos fans. So there you go. But really what's important, Liz, is what I'm making today. For yes. Because um, you're you usually have an ambitious Super Bowl menu. You give this a, a lot of thought. Yeah, you know, I like to put something together. I don't like it to be all cheese based. So that's you know, yeah, <laughs> that's hard when you you're trying to like branch out. I like there to be some healthy options, and people don't want to eat um, the, the unhealthy options. It's a it's a small party today. It's me basically and Colin. As I mentioned, my husband's in Canada, so I don't even know if they have the Super Bowl in Canada. No, I'm kidding. I know they. Uh, so he's sitting in a hotel room in Canada watching the Super Bowl. Uh, but Brooks is going to come over a couple of their friends. So I asked the boys, what do you want me to make? What are your requests? And we're going with um, weenies and tortellinis is how I'm, I'm framing Nice. It. So I'm going to do pigs in a blanket. Um, Colin requested that, so... I got, you know, I got that dough and I'm going to wrap up those hot dogs, do pigs in a blanket first, and then I make a really good um, breaded fried tortellini. Oh. And that is every bit as good as it sounds. So wait, which one of these is the healthy choice? No. Okay. Those are not the healthy <laughs> oh, choice. Oh, okay. okay. That's the appetizers. And oh, then, oh, okay. And then there will be a nice Caesar salad that I did even make my own Caesar dressing with mm-hmm. my with my lemons and everything. And then just a plain roast. And so you can have like a roast beef sandwich or just a lean piece of steak if that's what you want. So there you go, Liz. And then I have apples and some watermelon and grapes. Oh, it so, sounds great. Uh, I'm yeah. That's I'm tempted to bring my flu from west to east. <laughs> You're, <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome to because we did actually get an even bigger television set last week. So you did. Yeah. Oh, how how much bigger could you go? Yeah, not well. They they're bigger now. They so big. yeah, they there's a big. It was it was out of the box floor sample. My husband just couldn't. We were did not intend to go that big. We were going off to buy another television, and he saw this like clearance, fantastic sixty-five inch television. So we Your bought. My husband it. loves a deal. He's he's good at the deal making. He's never paid full price for anything, and this was almost too good. He kept saying "too good to pass up," which he doesn't often say. So we have a giant TV list. So you're welcome. <laughs> it's just it's beautiful, beautiful television well I, you know another reason i can't come is because we're having another branded traffic event here oh, in southern california right. this that's weekend monica i don't know if you've heard about hashtag slow jam going on no. this weekend <laughs> no but there's the 101 freeway which you're probably familiar with uh yeah. the 101 freeway is shut down for the weekend because they're removing a a bridge and it's going to begin a long-term process so because carmageddon was such a big hit as a branded traffic event a few years ago um they now every time there's any kind of highway repair being done in south southern california they give it some kind of name and it gets its own marketing campaign so this one is just called Slow Jam, right, Leanne? Or is yeah. it like 101 Slow Jam? But yeah. if you Google it, you will see that our mayor, Eric Garcetti, 
slow jammed the news about the traffic event. It's a big hit on YouTube right now because because <laughs> we're Hollywood baby, and if you're gonna have a traffic event, you better have a singing mayor doing a video about it. So, uh, but f- people and friends of mine who drove to Pasadena yesterday, oh, Leanne, that would have been a bad said, day. Said the sl- the slow jam did have a big impact. So, just in case I needed any more reinforcement to stay home on my living room couch, uh, that that's all I really needed. All right. Well, I know I'm slightly out of order, but I have to go to this Google alert that um, popped up on my phone this week because it's it's traffic related. Okay. As if I don't, I don't need another reminder to stress out about traffic and get (laughs) to to events on time. Okay. Uh Like when you live in Los Angeles and you're invited to an event during the week at like 630 to eight, you know, that's all you think about for the week before and is when should I leave? Where should I park? When should I go? How, is the traffic going to be bad? Is it Thursday night? Is that a lot of traffic or less traffic? Like your whole life is consumed by how am I going to get to this place on time with rush hour traffic? So I was invited to a lovely birthday party downtown this week on a Thursday night. And I, I must have transferred you know, the event into my Google calendar, shockingly. So I'm sitting there. I'm trying not to be too early because that's the thing. When you live in a big traffic city in L.A., you're either 45 minutes early or 45 minutes late. Exactly. Like, exactly. Like, you either leave way too early and then just sit in the parking lot for 45 minutes. Like a drink, loser. Yeah. Like a big loser. Or then you get there and you stress, you're like, oh, my gosh, and you're 45 minutes late. It's virtually impossible to arrive on time anywhere mm-hmm. just because of, and this is whenever it is because there's traffic 24 seven in Los Angeles, just the huge volume of people on the freeways. One tire goes out and like the whole freeway stops up. Oh. So you just never know. I so I'm sitting in, that's so stressful. It's very, you know, it's stressful if you're, you're us. Like, like to be on time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's not stressful if you're 90% of the people in Los Angeles who are habitually late. But for us, it's it's very stressful, yes. right, Dolan? Yes. So mm-hmm. I'm sitting at home. I think I've timed everything. I'm just about to, like, put my clothes on and my phone pings. And it's a Google alert. They're like, hey, Leon, I see you're going to this event downtown this week. You better leave now because <laughs> traffic is really bad tonight in Los Angeles. What? They yes. can do that now? Yes. Yes, Google sent me an alert. Like, get in the car now, sister. And <laughs> you were already late. I was already late, and it was an hour from. I was just. I was like, oh my gosh, this is the last thing I need. Just one more layer of stress on top of it. So I appreciate it, Google. I know you're looking out for me, but I am the last person that needs that alert. <laughs> I'm already alerted. I'm already alerted to the traffic situation. I've noticed now with Google Maps that when you enter something, you get in your car and you enter it, it just keeps constantly telling you what time you're actually going to get there, you know, instead of just, and again, I'm not sure I need the, like, every minute update because I'm stressed enough about it as it is. Right. Or you could say five minutes if you go this alternate route. Yes. What? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Can I do that? Can I, do I, do I dare? I know. And I never believe them. So this was crazy. So, uh. All right, so there you go. That's my that's my Google alert. Quick you know shout mean, out. Yeah, can, go ahead. Can I go to my car tidbit? Yeah, go story? to car tidbit. Because it kind of goes along with the Google map. My favorite story of the week. Liz, I don't know if you were out of it with the flu. You might have missed it. But did you hear about this guy from New Jersey who was going on this vacation in Iceland? And he was headed to Reykjavik. 
Is that how you say it? Reykjavik? Uh-huh. And he was staying at a hotel on Laugavagar Road. <laughs> and instead of... Laugavagar Road, did you say? Yeah, Laugavagar Vagar Road. And instead of typing in Laugavagar, he typed in Laugar Vagar. Oh, that happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I've done that. So there was an extra R. And he said he was tired. He It was late. He just wanted to get to the hotel. So he ended up driving six hours over these icy Icelandic roads. <laughs> and he ended up in this remote fishing village. And he found that they had a Laugarvagur road there. <laughs> But he was like nowhere near Reykjavik. He six hours, and he said, and he became kind of a celebrity in a, in a, a, you know an internet. Sure, because nobody had been there in so many years. <laughs> Stranger him. drives into Laugavagar. He, he said he had an inkling that something wasn't right yeah. because, but he kept because he kept, but he kept driving because he said he believed his. GPS. He said he had a feeling he was kind of headed in the wrong direction. Uh-huh. Six hours out of the way. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but oh, I mean, that's why people should look at an actual map before they trust the GPS. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Especially when you're going to a foreign country. Yeah. But you yes. don't know where you're going. You don't know what Iceland looks like. No, right. You don't know what the highways look like. You know, you have no frame of reference. So I can well, you do if you look at a map, you have a frame of reference. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're... <laughs> hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. Mm-hmm. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? My hair, Liz, my hair from pros is getting rave reviews. Leon, I am not surprised. You have been on that pros hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. Do I take the hair vitamins every day? Yes, I do. Do I use my shampoo and conditioner made especially for Leon Dolan? Yes, I do. Do I sometimes use the leave-in conditioner when my hair's really dry? I do. And I even have a pre-scalp thing that they give me. Okay, pros, you're the boss. I'll take it. (laughs) You tell me what my hair needs. That sounds good. And here's the thing. It's personalization, Liz. For yeah. millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely Leans. Okay, and I'm I'm using it. Pros mm-hmm. isn't just better for you; it's also better for the planet, Liz. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty free, and the first and only carbon neutral custom beauty brand. So, Pros, we love you. I love the photos of my hair. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> photos of your hair. There are people in the photos too. That's the thing about a book tour. Everybody yeah. has their picture taken with Leon and then post it. So yeah. the hair is important. <laughs> Couldn't be happier, Pros. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin. They're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E. 
pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. Liz, summer is coming up and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling there with your your butcher box. What what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in in Bend for a part of the summer, I'm having my box sent there, Leanne. That's great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is what uh, what, what I'm recommending. Yeah, by the way, you're just going to buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. Butcher Box gives you peace of mind and easy to find high quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass fed beef, free range organic chicken, pork that's raised crate free, and wild caught seafood. No antibiotics or added hormones. And as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz, right? Because it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your ButcherBox account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your ButcherBox on vacation, which is... That's nice. That's nice. Nice to have something familiar there. (laughs) Yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at butcherbox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free for year offer. Plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Nobody does that anymore, Leanne. Come on, get over it. The, uh, well, you know, it's funny. The, it reminds me, one of my colleagues who came in was coming into DC for the meeting this week. Um, he's the head of Latin America. He fell asleep on the plane. The plane landed. He got off the plane, went out, got in a taxi, and gave them the name of the hotel. And the gu- cab driver was like, there's no such hotel here. He's like, yeah, here, here it is. Here's the hotel. Here's the address. And it was the DuPont Circle Hotel. And the driver finally said to him, we're in Philadelphia. <laughs> and oh, so the plane, the plane had landed in Philadelphia. This had all been announced while he was asleep that because of some kind of weather issue, they were in Philadelphia. So he didn't even realize he was in the wrong city. And <laughs> <laughs> how, it could happen. You could totally it, it, see how that could happen. It could happen. Uh, <laughs> wow. He must have been really sound asleep. Really so, sound asleep. Yeah. So then he just had the cab take him to... Um, the train station because I, I thought he was going to say did you have the cat the, the, just have okay just take me to washington i don't care but no he actually went to the train and then got on the train so that was a long trip but um, oh, wow. that's yeah. crazy that's worse than the fishing village ended up in that fishing village you know yesterday something happened to me along the same lines of directions i went to safeway and when I came out with my groceries, it was in the afternoon. There was this woman parked right next to my car. She was in kind of this beat up Toyota truck. And at first I thought maybe she lived in the truck. There was just a lot of possessions in there. She seemed nice. She rolled down the window. She goes, hey, can you help me? I need directions. And I said, sure. She said, well, I'm looking for this Safeway, but it's in a strip mall. She said, I think there's a Taco Bell there. <laughs> and I said, uh, she said, there's another 
Safeway in, she said it's in Beaverton on Davis Road. I said, I'm sorry, it just doesn't ring a bell for me. Um, I don't know where the other Safeway is. But she said, well, how do I get to Beaverton? Yeah, it's a pretty big suburb of Portland. So I said, just go out on this road, go right. That it will eventually take you to Beaverton. She goes, oh, okay. And then she pulled this lunch out of her bag and started eating the lunch. So as I'm pulling away, I look at the side of her truck and and there's a little medallion there and there's her name and it's something like red wing buttercup and it says she's a healing mystic (laughs) (laughs) oh all i was thinking of when i pulling away is like can't you just conjure up where that other safeway is if you're a mystic and then i pulled away and left her left her on her own so there okay just conjure up where the safeway is Don't, don't try GPS. Okay, one more car story. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was, went to the car show, excited about that, been thinking about cars all week. And then this week I read a story in the paper that uh, car manufacturers are planning to get rid of side mirrors altogether. They think they're dangerous. They fall off. They break. They're a drag on the aerodynamics of the car. So the plan is that they're going to get rid of them and they're going to be replaced with cameras and video screens. Oh, so brother. Gonna... <laughs> Shoot. They're on it. Little camera. And then instead of looking out the window on the left to see if it's clear and you can move over into the left-hand lane, you're going to look at your dashboard and your dashboard's going to have this video camera. And the video camera is going to give you this sort of 360 degree view around your car and eliminate all the blind spots. But here's the problem. You've got to now train yourself to look at the dashboard right. instead of looking out the window. I think it's going to be kind of difficult to do. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you're also looking in the opposite direction of the way you're going to move the car. Exactly. Right? So which yeah. that's, it's going yeah. to take a long time to overcome <laughs> that. Doesn't that make you feel incredibly old, though? Yes. That it's just yeah. one of those things you can add to the list. Like, like last night I was thinking, uh, the band on Saturday Night Live last night was a band called 1975. I was like, Okay, this is the end. I, I've never even heard of them. That's that's the first time I think in my whole life that's ever happened to me. It's one thing to not be familiar with the work of the band, but at least you've heard of them. Who has ever heard of this band? 1975. There they were on Saturday Night Live last night, which, of course, I watched today as I was lounging on the couch. Because um, you can't stay up. Cause cause can't, no, can't stay up to watch that. Um but yeah, no mirrors. You're right. Kind of retra- retraining yourself to operate without mirrors. That's going to be hard. I mean, I'm all for eliminating blind spots. Don't get me wrong. You know, that's that's one of my pet peeves with driving. And picking- that's pretty much your presidential platform. <laughs> <laughs> eliminating blind spots. It works as a, literally and as a metaphor. <laughs> So, okay. Okay. All right. Any more car news? Any That's any it, updates? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if you were going to have a big announcement, a big reveal <laughs> that you bought something. Well, people are waiting with bated breath, Monica. They want to know. They want to know what's going to happen. 
All right. Last night, you guys, I did go to the movies. Very excited. I, what I loved is that um, my son, Colin, who turned 18 this week, uh, he saw the preview of Pride and Prejudice and Zombies over Christmas. And he came home and he said, Mom, I'm going to take you to that movie for your birthday. It's oh. right up your alley. Because may, most of the time when you live in a house full of men, as I do, um, anytime you have Pride and Prejudice on, it is mocked by <laughs> the men in your home. And it is, it's my safe place, Pride and Prejudice. I just... Watch it over and over and over again. A- any version of it? Any, any of, version. The movie, yeah, like, the TV movies, the episodic, all of it, right? I have all I have all of them, Liz. I kind of, you know, or any Jane Austen, which they also label as Pride and Prejudice. So if it's Sense and Sensibility <laughs> or Emma to Boys, it's all Pride and Prejudice. Uh-huh. And, and so um, he said, Mom, this is for you. And I know this was a big hit book, which I didn't read. And my son, Colin, had really enjoyed Abraham Lincoln zombie slayer yes. i think was it and it's the same guy that wrote pride and prejudice and zombies so we made our plan saturday night went to the 515 show uh, at the arc light and which i enjoyed because you could just buy wine right at the concession counter now <laughs> you don't even have to go to the bar you can just buy it with your popcorn it's fantastic and uh so i thought i'm gonna need this i'm not really into horror films but it looks so fun it stars lily james who is lady rose on downton abbey oh uh, wow yeah that, that's she's so fun yeah she's great i gotta tell you it is so much fun you guys if what? you enjoy jane austen this is just a really fun take it's a pg-13 so it's not too gory and it's solidly austen like it's really fun to kind of re-see these scenes with um with zombies (laughs) just for instance you know zombies have overtaken england and so all the young ladies in addition to their dance and music training also have been traded trained in the deadly arts now Uh so in all those scenes in pride and prejudice you know when the camera pans and all those poor bennett sisters are sitting on the couch doing cross stitch you know it looks so tedious and terrible in this movie version the camera pans, and they're all just polishing their guns and sharpening their knives. <laughs> That's funny. There's a lot of stuff like that that if you are an Austin fan, just made me laugh out loud. And it was a pretty – is everyone okay? Yes. I don't know what that sound was. It was not It was not me. Monica? Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. I don't know. Sounded like someone – Some kind of it. zombie attack yeah. right there in the middle of your review. And I was concerned because when we first walked in – of course, we were there early because uh, Colin, like me, says, why not go fun? Why not go early if it involves fun, which is I'm proud of him. Uh-huh. So uh, then all these groups of men kept walking in. I was like, do they know what this movie's about or do I know what this movie's about? I was surprised that there were so many groups of guys seeing it. And and then all the ladies came in, the Jane Austen fans. And so people in our theater were cheering and clapping and hooting and howling and just having a great time. And there's a really handsome Mr. Darcy, so you don't have to worry about that. And Lily James is fantastic as this sort of badass Elizabeth Bennet. So it's really a fun movie. I cannot recommend it enough. Okay. I loved it. And it's not super gory. So, um, you know, you can – it's PG-13, so you can take 13-year-olds. So, But it helps if you're familiar with Austin, but you don't need to be. But you'll really doubly enjoy it if you're familiar with Austin. So it's great. Really loved it. Loved okay. it. Okay. All right. Good tip. Yep. Well, uh, yesterday I finally got around to seeing the movie Room because the I've been kind of avoiding it because of the very dark subject matter. 
And even though I'd read a lot about it, and now that Brie Larson has been nominated for an Oscar for a performance in it, and um, the uh, the director is nominated for Best Director, I felt like I've heard them describe the movie enough so that I, I should just go see it, that it seemed like something that was um, uh, worth, worth my time. Have either of you guys seen it? Yes, I saw it. No. All right, so... I got to say this, like, if you're like me and you had been avoiding it because of the dark subject matter of, you know, it's about a young woman who gets kidnapped at 17 and then held as a prisoner uh, for years in a shed and gives birth to a little boy. And it's sort of the story of, you know, her life with the boy in room. I found it very, very powerful and very worthwhile to go see. Not... Um, they, they sort of downplay the, the violence of, um, of her situation. You get a little bit of a hint of that, but a lot of the story is told through the, the voice and sort of the spirit of the little boy who doesn't understand some of those elements to what is happening anyway. And, uh, so I just found it super powerful. And if you know how, when that happens in the news, when you hear about these girls that are released after years of being held captive, you, you think that you can't ever imagine what it would be like to be in that situation. This actually is realistic enough, but in a artistic way to like help you imagine what that feeling would be, what that emotional conflict would be. And, uh, anyway, so I would, I would totally recommend it, but it's obviously a a serious and kind of heavy subject, but treated with, you know, a sort of artistic sensibility that I really, really enjoyed. Monica, I don't know how you felt. Um, yeah, I read the book and the book I had was, never read the book. The book is just haunting. It just sticks with you for a really long time. The book dwells more on the time they're in the room and the time they're held captive. Um, and the movie has, you see what happens afterwards. So um, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I didn't love it. Um, I did love the book though. I thought the book was haunting. I, I hope Brie Larson wins the Oscar. Yeah. She was powerful. Yeah. 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 Amazing. And the, uh, so the writer of the book, uh, her name is Emma Donahue. She also wrote the screenplay, Leon. And I don't know if you've heard any interviews with her, but you would enjoy listening to, to her talk about that process because she had never written a screenplay before. Yeah, it's unusual that, that the novelists are allowed to write oh. the screenplays. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah I'll have so to. So I have not read the book. I know it's one of those things that's been on my to-do list. Someone gave me the audio book version of it. I just haven't had a chance to do any of that. So, okay. Haunting. Okay. Anyway, haunting. That's a good review. It's haunting and powerful. So, you know, if you're in the mood for something like that, I would say that Room is uh, is very worthwhile. And it's it's a grown-up movie, you know. I So I always feel like some of us have to put our money down to just support the making of movies for grown-ups. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with Pride and Prejudice, <laughs> Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Zombie. I'm, I'm happy for you. And uh, I've been watching the ads now for Deadpool, which looks like that's going to be great too, but... <laughs> Room is nothing like either of those two movies. <laughs> you could actually go see that on Valentine's Day. They were sort of promoting that at the Arclight last night. Oh. And you could order ahead for Valentine's Day and take your girlfriend to Deadpool. So oh. there you go. <laughs> you're, you're, 
<laughs> your boyfriend, whomever. <laughs> well, I, I saw some of the Oscar-nominated shorts last week. You know, I, li- I like to go see those. Now, the problem is I wanted to see the Oscar-nominated uh, shorts, the live-action ones, yes. the short scripted dramas. And that's what I thought I bought the ticket to. Oh. oh. I was convinced that's what the ticket was for. <laughs> so I'm sitting there in the movie theater, and the first thing is, it's a cartoon. I thought, oh, this is wrong. And I kept trying to pull out my ticket to see what happened, where I made the mistake. I was like, surely someone's going to speak up and say, we're not supposed to see the live, the animated films. But so it ended up, I was in the right place. I saw the animated films, which I'm glad I did, because now that I've read about the short live action films, I heard they're all very, very depressing, like very heavy subjects, very depressing. And that wasn't true of the Oscar na- nominated shorts. <laughs> <laughs> the, the animated ones were a little yeah, more lighthearted. Cartoons, although some of the themes were sort of heavy. Some of them were kind of melancholy. Um, the one I liked best was called World of Tomorrow, and it was just stick figures, um, and it was about the clone of a young girl coming back to teach her about what the world was like and what the world will be like. Um, I love that one. And then there was one called bear, which was beautiful. Um, And the other one that I loved was about, it was a Russian uh, movie. Uh, It was called, we can't live without cosmos. And it was about two Russian cosmonauts. And they go through their training together. Again, sort of melancholy, but I thought that one, that was my favorite. I thought that was the most beautiful one. I don't think it's going to win the Oscar. I think. Well, which one do you think is going to win the Oscar for people's think, Oscar picks? Yes, because people think, never know how to vote in these shorts categories. I think World of Tomorrow or Bear will win. Um, Writing it down, Monica. Not that I've been invited to an Oscar party. But okay. okay. Now the last movie, there was a little disclaimer that came on the screen that the last animated short anim- would not be suitable for children, and I thought, oh brother, what's this going to be? So, <laughs> but just, you are you are not a child though, so not a you didn't have a child with you. <clears throat> but there were two children in the film, so they left, and thank God they did because the last one, all I can just only describe it. It was like animated, sort of pencil drawings but it was naked gladiators oh wow men men with shorts i mean men not men with (laughs) swords but they like were stabbing each other in their (laughs) dinglings okay okay this this show is suitable for children (laughs) we're gonna use baby language to describe (laughs) male body parts it was so shocking i had to turn away it was just my god i didn't see that coming i'll tell you that was it was bloody i mean it was they were naked running around with swords and shields and woo that was heavy i don't even remember the name of it i tried to forget it as soon as i got out of there uh but i i would recommend seeing them it was fun very fun Liz, you know we love talking about frame bridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? 
Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right there, a gift people would love getting. But Liz, you recently had quite an exciting Framebridge experience. Would I, I you did. like to share? Would you like you know, to? I talked about how when we were at the Bruce Springsteen concert, I was with our brother Dick, his wife Susan, his two kids, and one of the roadies threw us the set list at the end of the show, which was amazing to get the actual set list for the actual concert in Los Angeles. And we're like, oh, yeah, any day now, that's going to be in a place of honor in their home. Sure enough, Leon, they have already framebridged it and sent it to us with a picture. So I'll be in Bend next week, so I'll get to see it. But it's just excellent use of the Framebridge resources, the Bruce Springsteen set list. Fantastic. And this is gift giving season. So if you have a graduation coming up, a wedding, a shower, Mother's Day, Father's Day, look around. I'm sure you have something fun you can frame and Framebridge can do it for you. It's easy and it's affordable to frame just about anything. You get fair and transparent upfront pricing based on the size of your item. There's a great selection of frames. And as we've said in the past, fast service, free shipping, rate or gifts. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Liz, not many things in life give you a happiness guarantee, but Framebridge does. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they will make it right. So if this but sounds you like- you're going to be happy, okay? Yeah. And that's just the Satellite Sisters promise. You're going to be out. You're going to be happy you did it. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or see a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's framebridge.com. Thanks, Framebridge. Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we we love Osea's skin and body care. And you know what? This Mother's Day, just look no further than Osea. Spoil the moms in your life with the little luxuries from Osea. The moms, the stepmoms, the bonus moms, the people who bring a touch of something special to your life, aunts, grandmothers, they would love a little Osea this Mother's Day. And you can get 10% off your first order by using our code SATSisters at oseamalibu.com. And Liz, you know what every mother and mother figure needs? What? More moisture, Liz. They need more moisture in their skin. <laughs> in no their kidding. skin. I mean, really, the creams, the lotions, the oils. I love it all. That duo they have going. Oh. Like, you can't miss with the duo of Osea. Liz, the mega moisture duo. Yes. You can you can literally see your skin get firmer. And it just delivers <laughs> this full body glow. Okay, you know we have raved about the Andaria Algae Body Oil. Mm -hmm. Well, pair that with the Andaria Collagen Body Oil. Youthful, yeah. Liz. A youthful yeah. glow is going to happen. <laughs> and it's a, infused with Osea's signature Andaria Seaweed. So it just smells so delicious, doesn't it? I know you're talking about giving it as a gift. I also suggest just giving it to yourself <laughs> because you're worth it. <laughs> that's, that's true. That is absolutely true. Okay, that moisture duo I mentioned too is a great value because you can save 16% plus the extra 10% with our code Sad Sisters. So this is it. This is a win-win-win Mother's Day gift. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code SATSisters at oseamalibu.com. And you get free samples in every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Osea is spelled O-S-E-A. 
So head on over to oseamalibu.com and use code SATSisters for 10% off. Thanks, Osea. Yeah, I remember last year when we talked about this, we got a couple of emails from people asking, like, how could they find that? And I, I, I think there are more and more theater chains who are doing special days of runs of these animated shorts and live action shorts. Now that these art house cinemas uh, are sort of spreading as chains around the country. So if you're if you're interested, just Google that in your own town. And I think you'll be surprised um, that you'll be able to find it. Mm-hmm. So when is the Oscars? That's like the end of this month, right? The 28th. Okay. All right. So I was, speaking of bear, I still haven't seen that other bear movie. That was, that was I, the, yesterday I thought about going to see oh. the, the Revenant. I just yeah. can't bring myself to see that yet. It's, the, you know, my boys went and they said, it's just really, really violent. Yeah. Like, and the bear, the bear attack, you Collins, like it lasts for a long time. <laughs> like that bear just keeps coming at him. <laughs> Okay. I said, here's another review from Colin. He goes, I said, isn't like Tom Huddleston in it? He goes, yeah, yeah. He's really good. He said, I couldn't actually understand anything he was saying, but he's really good in the movie. (laughs) Tom Hardy, right? Tom Hardy. I couldn't remember which of the Tom. I said, is that, yeah, isn't Tom Hardy in it? Yeah. He's good. I guess I couldn't understand anything he was saying. He's very good. (laughs) So... <laughs> okay, well, th- these are some pretty high-end movie reviews you're getting yeah. here today at Satellite Sisters. You're not going to get this uh, on other podcasts. Uh, public radio show podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, we, that's not the way we roll. Okay, speaking of high-end entertainment, though, can I just mention a conference that I will be appearing at with our niece, Fiona Dolan? Uh, I think we've mentioned this on the show a couple of times, but it's called the World Muse Conference, and it is a um, it's a conference in Bend, Oregon, uh, the weekend of March four, five, six, and it is for for women and teens. So that's why I'll be appearing with Fiona, who is a teenage girl, and but they they bring in people from the community and from all over the world to talk about it. It's sort of, as you look at the, uh, the list, it's kind of empowerment, comedy, yoga, and human rights, I would say is sort of <laughs> what we do here at world Muse. You can go to theworldmuse.org. I know that Fiona and I are on sometime during the day on Saturday and it's Ted like in that the presentations themselves are actually fairly short, you know, so I think we're on stage for like 20 minutes for a conversation. Um, But another one of the guests, you know, but there are many, there are many uh, kind of coaches and yoga instructors and things in that realm. But the real headliner is Shirin Abadi, who you may recall is the lawyer and human rights advocate from Iran who won the Nobel Peace Prize several years ago. Yeah, I so, was shocked that you were I, I, me too. appearing at an event. With Sharing you. a bill with Shirin Abadi? <laughs> Like I was, I was shocked too, Leanne, and I yeah. think, and I think that's going to look excellent on Fiona's college application. Yes, it absolutely <laughs> is. 
Yes, it absolutely co co-headliner with Nobel Prize winner, not Malala. Yeah. I think I think we should our goal for the weekend should be to get a picture of Fiona with She or Nabadi and get that thing posted on her Facebook page so that when the colleges all check her social profile, which apparently they do now, they'll see a picture of her with a Nobel Peace Prize winner. Um anyway, so theworldmuse.org is where you can get information for that. There are events on the Friday, the Saturday and the Sunday, but Saturday is the main conference day. And so that's the day that Fiona and I will both be there. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it because I know they had like contact, contacted you, Leon, and then yeah. we figured out that this was the best way to work it out. So I'm psyched. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, it looks like a really fun, inspirational weekend, and uh, and it, I'm glad you guys are able to do it because I think it'll be really fun to report on, and it's an unusual place to have a conference like this, so I think they incorporate a lot of different voices there and a different attitude than some of these other, um, you know, you do a lot of summiting, Liz, and, yes. uh, and panel discussions and things like that, but there in Bend, there's going to be a really fun vibe, I think, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing your report on it, your report. I am looking uh, forward to attending. You know, uh, speakers' fees have been in the news this week, and I would just like to announce, um, if anyone would like to pay me $675,000 to speak at the organization, I am available. Oh, wait a minute. Who <laughs> Somebody actually gets that? Who gets That's that? what Hillary Clinton got from the Goldman Sachs list. It's been all in the news for her three speeches. You really have been sick. I know. I've been in a tunnel. I'm telling you. <laughs> You're kidding. No. I spoke at Goldman Sachs in uh, November. Yes, you did, Liz. Yeah. Did they buy I lunch? I, I, I think they bought lunch. I think. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, when people ask me to speak, I usually get things like, there's going to be a great potluck there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> or I get, like, the flowers from the centerpiece, you know? Oh, take the centerpiece home. Like, that's my usual speaking fee. Or, you know, three quarters of a sheet cake I get to take home. <laughs> so... If there's anyone offering that amount of money, contact us. We are available. We are available. Holy moly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That when they asked her about it, she said, that's what they offered me. So I think there's people who speak a lot. I would have totally taken it. So yes. Would 100% have taken it. Oh, yeah. That's not her fault. Why would you <laughs> yeah. not take that? <laughs> yeah. There you go. You know, and speaking of speaking, uh, I I was wondering if anyone listening, are there any satellite sisters in Austin, Texas? Because they have the opportunity to go to Austin in about a month. Uh, my husband's doing some speaking there. He's on he's at a on a panel discussion, and I've never seen Austin, so I thought, oh, that'll be fun to go. And his conference wraps up Friday, so we thought we'd stay for the weekend and see some music and check out Austin, Texas, not Austin, Minnesota, as someone asked. <laughs> Austin, Texas. So I thought if anyone wanted to do a Satellite Sisters meetup on like Ooh. Friday, March fourth, or Thursday, March third. I don't know if we have any Satellite Sister listeners in Austin, but just let me know. You can um, either contact me via Facebook is probably the easiest way to do it or info at SatelliteSisters.com because I'll be in Austin and I would totally do that. So Okay. Um, that is a good reminder, Leanne, that uh, right before the holidays, I agreed that I would do a meetup in the beginning of the new year in Washington, D.C. I know there were many of you on the Satellite Sisters Facebook group who had offered to organize that, and I agreed to do it. And so I have to pick a date now. Uh, so that's a good reminder. Maybe I'll post. Uh, I think that 
March will be the time when I'm going to be able to do that. So Susan Greif, I know you had emailed me about organizing that. There was also a group of youngins who specifically <laughs> next gen said they wanted to organize it. Yeah, that's it. a better term than youngins. <laughs> We've already declared that we won't be able to use those newfangled hairbrushes <laughs> off the car. <laughs> okay, next gen, I'm in your hands. Anyway, let's let's get that organized and get a date on the calendar so that we can uh, uh, we can plan around that. That would be really fun. Um, all right. Anything else? I know we we had like one fun. Oh, Leanne, you had wanted a spe- to give a special shout out to Lindsey Vaughn. Yeah, you know, Lindsey Vaughn, I don't know if you've been keeping up with the World Cup standings over there, but Lindsey Vaughn is killing it. She's she's won like a zillion downhills. She's closing in on the all-time World Cup uh, record held by Ingemar Stenmark, the world's wow. most attractive skier ever. <laughs> right. She, I mean, and remember, she's coming back from a giant yeah. knee injury yeah. and that relationship with Tiger Woods. So Lindsey is... <laughs> totally back on track and she is killing it over there in Europe. She's way ahead in the world cup standings. She's won a lot of downhills this season and that's just, I mean, and she's not young anymore. So, uh, in terms of her skiing life and she's had some massive knee injuries and she is back in fine form. So way to go, Lindsay Vaughn. We are keeping our eye on you, Lindsay Vaughn. Good for you. Yeah. I follow Lindsay Vaughn on Twitter and you know, one of the things I love about her besides you're right. Awesome performance is that a lot of the things in the Twitter feed are about other people's performances that she really admires. She just seems like a super positive, supportive person, like out in the world of sports in all kinds of ways. So it's her injury was so serious. It's yeah. amazing. She is back on the tour at all. Uh, so the fact that she's crushing it is, is awesome. So I'm with you. Congratulations, Lindsay Vaughn. So we just wanted to end on a kind of nostalgic note and a special thank you uh, to Bob and Ray. Lee, and yeah. I think you had tweeted about this earlier in the week, right? Yeah, it was really sad to see that the remaining member of the great comedy duo, Bob and Ray, Bob Elliott, died this week. He was the dad of Chris Elliott. So if you're in the next gen, that's how you might know him. But Liz, when you read that obit in the New York Times, even the obit was hilarious. Hilarious. Like, it is hard to say how influential they were in the world of comedy. Almost every kind of, uh, so many sitcoms you see now, Parks and Recreation, The Office, they all owe their sort of understated comedy about daily life to Bob and Ray. And a lot of comedians did pay tribute to him this week. But we used to listen in the back of my mom's car. I remember very vividly mm-hmm. listening to Bob and Ray on the radio. So sad to see that he died at the age of 92. And Monica, you'll probably also remember like at the dinner table when we were kids, the, you know, our father often held forth on any kind of subject, right? And so some of it was very serious, but sometimes it was like whole recaps of the Bob and Ray show from that day, you know? He really loved Bob and Ray. That did. Just every day. Yeah. So we would hear about Wally Ballou or we would hear about Mary Backstage, Noble Wife. And uh, most of all, we would hear about the world's best business idea, the House of Toast. (laughs) (laughs) So I think what I'm going to try to do here as I edit today's show is I will find a clip of one of their routines. Maybe, uh, you know, I'm sure that iTunes has a little bit of House of Toast there somewhere. I know you can you can definitely get these things on YouTube, but we might end with our with our own salute to uh, to Bob and Ray, because really. 
they were the best. So uh, thanks, Bob Elliott, for everything you did for our family dinner table and the backseat of the family station wagon uh, while we were growing up. You got uh, it. You got it. Yep. Okay. All right, you guys. Well, enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy the weenies and bellinis. I'm sorry. What was it? <laughs> weenies and tortellinis. <laughs> weenies <right>? and tortellinis. <laughs> but I, maybe I'll make some bellinis. I think I, yeah, I just think I gave myself a we, good idea. We eat dumplings. <laughs> All right, everybody have a good week. Uh, Leon and Julie, you'll be back the middle of the week, right? Yes, and- we will. There's no Madam Secretary on tonight because of the Super Bowl, but there is um, there is a new Downton Abbey, so we'll have that recap on Tuesday. Okay, everybody have fun today. Have a good week. We're the Satellite Sisters. Don't forget, call your Satellite Sister. Say, if you're driving in the country this weekend and get hungry, look for a Bob and Ray House of Toast. You'll find convenient, friendly Bob and Ray Houses of Toast located all over the tri-state area. All kinds of toast. White, whole wheat, wheat, rye, pumpernickel, and toasted, light, medium, or heavy, and buttered to suit you on the near or far side. And with your toast, be sure to order a Bob and Ray Thick Shake. This week's flavor, prune. Haven't had a chance or an opportunity to uh, talk to our next guest here. So I wonder if you would be kind enough to tell us your name and where you come from. Harlow. P. Whitcomb. From Glens. Falls, New York, right? Glens Falls, New York. New York. I am president and recording secretary. Recording secretary. Right? Secretary of the S T. O A. What does that stand for? The slow talkers of America. 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 We believe in forming our thoughts, words, ideas, ideas, opinions, carefully, before uttering them, so you'll never be misunderstood, right? And thoroughly, before uttering them, so that You'll never be misunderstood. We will never be misunderstood. We are here in New York City. In New York City, attending our annual convention, your annual convention. Why? 
membership <laughs> convention. All of our members are here, all talking slowly. slowly. <laughs> Every one of them, all 200 members, and 50 Man. members, seven. Members here talking slowly as opposed to the members of the F T O A T O A O A A the fast talkers of America talkers of America of America America We have a credo which each new member must learn. New I member must learn. I, I, a member of the 